Saturday, the 20th of May, 2022, Scrappy Murphy's in Birmingham, 7pm. Be there. The Chronicles of Podcast Live. Tickets on sale now. Go to www.ctickets.com. It's about getting into schools and talking to young people because, you know, I, I know that people can change. Uh, and, it, and it's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and, and prejudice and whatever. And we just need to work together and keep on the good fight there. Absolutely. Hey there, guys. We are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The times are changing, and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults, and those who wish to be as different as possible. So thank you very much. To find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do, and more importantly, how you can help, head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com. All right. Is this thing on? Well, howdy doody, everybody. This is Braden Berry from Say We Can Fly, founder of Stay Cozy Clothing. Your one-stop shop for the coziest, most fashionable hoodies, t-shirts, and more. Gorsh, Mickey. That's right, folks. And we're proud to say that we are now sponsoring... The Chronicles of Podcast. Ouch. Hosted by Tom and Jamie. <laughs> like, you can get 10% off, man. That's right, Shaggy. Just use the special code, The Chronicles, at checkout. Oh, boys! My name's Nutsy Shelley, I'm for Broken Jaw. You're listening to The Chronicles of Podcast. Enjoy. Well, dip some bread into soup with my ass, boys. Welcome to Hashtag WBW, Way Back Wednesday. And these are the chronicles of Broken Jaw. Why Broken Jaw this week, Jamie? Well, this Friday, we're sitting down with a headlining band from our charity show, The Mighty Wraith. So we thought, let's look in our back catalogue. What we got, what we got, what we got. And we have an incredible band called Broken Jaw, who just so happens to have a lead singer who's a good friend of ours in Mr. Nutsy Shelley. So do you know what? Let's sit down with Nutsy and learn more about the band. Absolutely. I like how you went through your fire decks in your brain. Fire facts things used to have. I still was one as a kid. But uh, oh, let's have a look at the little fire decks. But yeah, we are so close to completing Waybacks. So uh, we felt that this is a very fitting one to throw out this week. Uh, Nutsy Shelley from Broken Jaw, a good friend of mine. I've known him for a very long time. <laughs> I think it's over 10 years. That's but still, impressive. Broken Jaw, obviously, very recently got signed to Oracle Management. 
um, from the lead singer of Devil Driver's uh, record label. Um, I've completely forgotten his name. I do massively apologise. Guess Ferrara. Thank you very much. Um, that's something I probably should have looked at before I started this conversation, Jamie. <laughs> I realise that you know you start talking and you go, "Oh shit." Uh, yes, I, I do it every week. Yeah. So yeah, they're signed to Oracle Management, um, which is absolutely incredible. We're still awaiting the first album, uh, but they have been doing quite a few shows. Have been touring quite a bit, um, and everyone loves their cover of "Breathe" by Prodigy. Since we did this interview, I've seen them live as well, which I mentioned on the show. They played Birmingham and I saw them. Absolutely fantastic. It made me look forward to this album even more. So please hurry the fuck up. And yes, that brief cover is absolutely superb. Nutsy is such an amazing front man when they play live as well. Definitely can't recommend you checking out Broken Jaw enough. And also they played the Bloodstock Festival, which is really fucking cool. So they're doing things. They're going places. Let's just watch this space, wait for that album and watch them skyrocket to the moon. Absolutely. This is a good conversation. You find out all about how Broken Jaw became a thing. Uh, the plethora and the amount of, of um, members that Nutsy had to get through to complete his, uh, his fivefold. <laughs> um, and it's just a lot of banter. There's a lot of banter as well. It's a good conversation. So it's a really, really, really good interview uh, that you really don't want to miss, to be quite honest with you. If I'm really honest, if you're a big metalhead and you love the metal music, then you're in for a fucking treat, boys. This is a good week for metalheads. Absolutely. Jamie! Yes, sir. Any of those words of yours that you'd like to be final in any way? Just a massive thank you to Nutsy. It was amazing sitting down and talking to you, Sire. Hopefully you're doing well. We can't wait for the album. And everybody, enjoy. Nutsy, thanks, man. We really appreciate you coming on the show and taking time out of your very busy schedule while Sire to come on the show. We really do appreciate it. Who knows? Maybe we'll talk again when the album is released. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the chronicles of Broken Jaw. It matches your lighting now. <laughs> I was a bit too bright and vibrant. <laughs> I, want, I want to see all of you, mate. <laughs> uh, I am wearing my Chiefs, so... Yeah. You might not want to see all of me, Todd. <laughs> right, so what happens, mate, is uh, Jamie will give you a major um, like intro thing and then we'll just swing to questions and we're just going to have a bit of a laugh. That's right. Yeah, man, that sounds good to me. Sweet. Jamie, do you want Hello. to take her away, son? Hi, sure. by the way, Jamie. Hello. Oh, sorry. Nazi Jamie, Jamie, Nazi. Apologies. <laughs> I do massively apologise. Uh, it's all good. Right. Ladies and gents, we have another great guest for you this week. In the world of rock and metal, there are a billion and one bands who start their bands and only dream of one day achieving the goals of being signed to a record label. Today's guest has not only achieved that, but done so by signing with an absolute metal legend. Here today... We tell the story of the mighty Broken Jaw with their lead singer, Nutsy Shelley. Hey! <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome! Cheers, guys. How uh, the devil are you, sir? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I'm not too bad. I'm, 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 I'm continuing on as well as you can be in these situations. Yeah, tonight. bless you, man. Obviously, people won't know because this won't be on the show, but it'll be on the YouTube video. But obviously, you just said you had a COVID test and there. Uh, we're hoping that all is negative. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see. Like, Fingers again. crossed. Bless you, man. <laughs> so, not, we'll isolate, huh? you know? Yeah, you don't want to be fucking doing that shit, especially <laughs> with the way things are going at the moment. You're fucking locked in. 
I mean, being furloughed for seven months now, so really, I see. I I'm quite the opposite. So when I'm not like when I'm not doing stuff like you know with the band and stuff, I'm quite like recluse. I I like to just stay in and just do nothing and and literally play on the computer and and I mean occasionally do weights and stuff like that and yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm yeah I'm a creature of comfort, so I, I literally will just hibernate if I can. Well. Mate, it's, it's good. It's perfect. It is for some people. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I have to be doing shit. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Sit, fuck oh no! I don't get me wrong. While I'm in there, I'll be going stir crazy that I need to do something. Like, but like at the same point in time, I'll enjoy my uh, my my relaxation. But then after a while, you know, you get that cabin fever set in, and you yeah. have to like. Then you have to. But then that's where the creative side comes up, which is why I'm quite glad I've got this room. Is because then I could just come in here and create some music, or someone can send me some music, like you know, from the band and whatever. So, um, I mean, it's still I still will miss doing whatever but i could seven months time like i mean geez like yeah how have you coped i, I, I mean i haven't and this yeah, no. doing this this podcast is the only thing that's kept me going yeah so yeah like this is my savior if i didn't have this twat here i would i you know <laughs> it's i don't know what I, I don't know i literally can't answer that question i can't mm. answer that question at all i think i would have gone bananas yeah, it's, it's literally different uh strokes for different folks and at the end of the day like you know you, you'll if, as long as you've got something to chuck yourself, I, I think um, my, my old man's just retired and I think that he's kind of struggling because he's now not got purpose in life if that makes sense yeah, like, yeah. When, when you're working and you're doing stuff you, that gives you purpose but then at the same point in time you have also um, aspirations, dreams, goals um, you know, and that keeps you alive uh, and that's why they say obviously when you retire you stop, you kind of die and he's he's been like he's been kind of like me he, he's not the creative type of music but what, instead what he's done is literally gone and catalogued every single piece of music that he's got or is in the middle of doing so mm-hmm. um so fair play to him like i mean he, he likes scuba diving but has not really been able to go and you know being safe with that so yeah, that's a shame yeah i mean I, that's the thing like he, he's for for him his different side for what he wants to do is completely different to what i would want to do like i said I, two, these two weeks if i end up isolating like i will be finding shit that i can do um but we um like with the band and stuff like musically i spent two years after the the breakup of the last lot I spent two years trying to find the right people so that was two years away from gigging two years away from like creating music really um and that was a struggle so it's extremely ironic that <laughs> i get free shows with the new guys i uh, get signed and then everything kind of just goes yep stop yeah. <laughs> so i'm yeah. kind of i'm all right at the moment because i'm like i'm still i think i'm still in that in between phase of not doing something and then i've i've had the taste of doing it and then i'm like right let's do it but we've still been able to create and record and and, and that's the beauty of now the technology and everything being available to to be able to do it from home you know yeah you couldn't imagine it's the nineties, could you? Fuck it yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I I probably would have like maybe maybe gone a little bit insane, like not being able to do anything by then. Yeah, yeah. But the internet just starting out. Um, people just getting computers and the mobile phones are like yay big, like fucking huge <laughs> things. Uh, uh, be the Nokia four hundred seven. It's Nokia one. Yeah, four oh twos or four oh sevens. There's the one that had snake on it, and that's the only reason I wanted it as a kid. It was a. Bomb. <laughs> I never got the pleasure. I never. Got oh, the... mate. No. Oh, oh snake was a bomb. 
They, they lasted though. They were they were strong, you know. Well, you could fucking kill someone with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You could so have. nuts, man. How was how has your lockdown been? How was lockdown for you? Did you teach yourself anything new, or did you just literally focus on music and play games? I had a lot of sex. That was good. It's the best answer I think I've ever had to that question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, like I'm a creature of comfort. So, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we struggled as a band, like uh, to um, to to you know be able to figure out ways of creating. I think we only had about three weeks or two weeks away from where we did nothing, but then we we started getting everyone to use. Um, we actually used Skype. Um, and uh, Google's own one as well for a bit. Look, we, okay. we basically tested them all out to see which was the best one. Like, yeah. uh, which could we hear each other on, and how how can we like be able to create stuff? Um, yeah. So I mean, we we kept structure throughout the whole entire time. So we literally did every Sunday like we would practice in, and um, ended up uh, basically just creating. We made a whole track in for the last track that um, was made for the album. Um, we actually made at the beginning of lockdown because we we already had some ideas of what we we're going to do and yeah um, but like yeah bless john brought this track in and we all picked it apart and put it our own pieces on it and um yeah and, and it made it to the album so that's quite cool like and that's going to be the second single released so which uh it has a very special guest spot on which is nice which I'm not oh. giving away. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but, yeah. Ho- hopefully, as long as things go- keep going smoothly. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, I'll, keep, I'll keep everything cross for you, man. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, like I said, lockdown's not been too bad for us. Uh, L- Laura's continued with work and, and, and she's been able to work from home. Um, so she's not really... Um, I mean, she, she struggled because obviously then she's been stuck indoors like mm. a lot. And I think she's much like you where she struggles to just be in a place all the time constantly. And again, yeah. cabin fever sets in for everyone. But um, but yeah, I think that, that kind of made her struggle and not seeing friends, family and stuff like that. Uh, me, I was working uh, in retail a hell of a lot as well. So, um, you know, I was able to go work and converse with people regardless. But it was stressful as hell. And people were assholes. You know, like the amount of people stressing, like, and coming at you. And, and, and I, I had death threats. I had, like, you know, uh, flipping people telling me that I was, a, you know, everything under the sun. Like, But, I mean, I, I take it on the chin and just go, yeah, right, you're just stressed, you know. Dude, you can swear here, by the way, if you want to. You do. Nah, you know, good. You Give me that fucking side. toilet roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'll end you. We are very easy. Well, l- luckily enough, there wasn't much toilet roll that we we did have a load, which is really weird because where I work, you wouldn't think that you would end up with toilet roll, but there was, um, yeah, there was a whole pallet of toilet roll which went very quickly. But surprisingly, the one thing that I did not expect to go that went super uber quick was actually uh, hot tubs hot tubs we just went like that like and that's because everyone was bored at home they needed something I to suppose, do but, yeah. but that's like 500 600 800 quids worth of, of stuff it's like you might need this money for later on but yeah. you're gonna splooge it okay i'm you know, yeah. no judge but like this isn't an essential item to me yeah and have fun <laughs> with that electricity bill Right, and that's <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think people kind of stop to think before they actually buy. Like, but um, I mean, I, no, no judgment on my part. At the end of the day, if it keeps them sane and, and away from me, then I'm happy. Well, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, man. So, as I said in the intro, you know, you've been signed 
by an absolute metal legend um and that being des ferrara of devil driver and coal chamber so how did that all come about because it's absolutely amazing <laughs> um so when uh the the when we finally got uh, the band together as a whole um you know there was a lot of searching for for different members and stuff like that uh, i'd already said to each one of them before we started that i didn't want to go at this like i had done with previous bands or that like i didn't want to go at this without aim um and so i said like look it's going to feel like ages um until we do something but i want to make sure that when we get it we get it right and we do it properly um and so we spent best part of basically uh from about march We'd already had two tracks, I think, by uh, the end of 2018 uh, and March 2019, uh, we had all of us. So we just started writing the album. Um, we didn't expect to play any gigs or anything like that in that entire like 2019 calendar. Um, so we, we set out doing that. And um, uh, what we did is we went in the studio around, I think it was June, maybe July um in 2019 and and recorded a free track demo and i was using that demo basically to get interest either for gigs for 2020 or uh, to get like you know record labels and stuff like that so what i did is just free track demo chucked it out as as many people as i could um i got a couple of um relatively nice ones back but nothing like that they where they said oh yeah we're interested it was more of a thanks for for it uh, we're gonna have to pass type or, or a lot of not uh, e replied emails <laughs> uh, but when i sent it to because randomly uh, was scrolling the internet for people to send it to and uh, des was one of those and um so i was like oh i didn't realize he had a management company so i was like right I'll, I'll find out some information have a look and see who's on the roster and whatever and ask you send it to him maybe sent it and within about i think it's like 10 minutes or something daft i got an email back saying this is exciting and i was like wow yeah like to get that like what <laughs> 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 I I just this is exciting and then des's name underneath. <laughs> are you like laura <laughs> <laughs> is this real <laughs> and then um and then literally two minutes after that one came like came through another one said this is really exciting we need to talk <laughs> uh, we, we're from california and so i emailed it back again okay like fair enough um let's talk and he was like yeah like let's set up a, a talk to for tomorrow um this time and i was like okay yeah i'm free that time i'll, I'll ring you um got off the phone kind of i got off there from email sorry and then kind of got a bit flustered and was a bit like i don't know what to do about this and then it's like all day the next day just thinking about it like being like christ like what uh, you know what maybe i'm being wound up whatever and uh the the <laughs> most hideous part of the story is so we're trying to figure out um obviously uh to to add a plan to my mobile to be able to call america and sorted all that out i uh, went to dial the, the the phone uh didn't dial the plus uh whatever it is for america and i was like it's not working it's not working laura it's not working she's like you have to put the the dial code in as like, oh yeah okay so i rang it and as i rang it it's ringing and it's like just got someone picked up on the other end and said, hello hello who this who this <laughs> des this is that you said, hello and 
who is this? Nutsy. It's it's Nutsy. You wanted to speak to me? And then silence. And then, ah, oh, hey, dude. <laughs> 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 I was like, okay. Is the, you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Like, uh, Lamb of God's guitarist's phone got stolen the other day. So basically, just, uh, uh, basically just I, I screen my calls to make sure that it's not pranks because we've had pranks. Loads of us have had pranks for, from, uh, from whoever stole no that way. phone. So I was like... No problem. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. Right. And so um, he got chatting and he just came straight out of the the gun like proper like enthusiastic and and excited about the music and um you know just basically just came out and was like i want to sign you like and that's it like not nothing like like about any of the ins and outs straight off he was just like i love the music it's my kind of uh, music i grew up on punk and um and and that was kind of like what i was looking for and i think if you go with like you know record labels and management companies they're not as excited as what a musician's going to be i think with because he's a musician because he's grown up and he's learned so much and because he's got like the knowledge he he's now in a position where he's he's not failing at what he's doing he he doesn't need the money and he's basically just looking to progress the passion and and help uh, another band get get to to you know see the world and and um for the world to see them and um it was so refreshing for him to just come at me with with all of this and and i came away because it was very odd to me because seeing him like the for the first time in 2006 um at download and seeing the the massive circle bits that they created i already knew that he he's got passion you know and i already knew that he does it for the love of music um so for me to be able to talk to someone about handing my band over to someone just as passionate like as me it was beautiful like and um to, to hear him be full of praise for these demos which for you know all of us we were like oh they're pretty good like you know we're happy with them like um but for him to come back and be like ah, about them it yeah, was yeah. like what <laughs> <laughs> must have been a bit surreal okay. for you yeah like it's that exciting but then you don't know what to do with yourself yeah i think when i got off the off the phone i was very quiet and um i went for a piss and I just <laughs> stared for a bit and was like, and you know, it's one of those like comedy sketches where I, I, I didn't miss, but like, it was almost <laughs> like, it, you know, I just think going off to yeah, one yeah. side. <laughs> and um, I, 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 come, I come out and Laura's like, you okay? And I was like, yeah, I just don't know if this is real at the moment. This feels very yeah. like, just, I just can't explain it. And, um, yeah, to have someone who I looked up to in music come at me and say that he loved what I did, it, it was a, a major boost. But I mean, I, I'm I'm a grounded as fuck person anyway. Like I'm I'm a cocky kind of guy, but I've always said at the end of the day, you know, one person's arrogance is another person's confidence. And as long as you're not just you know throwing it in people's faces, then yeah. I, I tend to think that you can be you know, the humblest guy. And I I've been trying like very hard to to not boast about it and not be like too big but at the same point in time celebrate it because at the end of the day i fucking right. deserved it you you've know well, yeah, it's like you've been working so hard man you've got to throw it out there fuck it i mean yeah. you know we're we're aiming for shit with this show we're aiming you know we're aiming for the same so um just to, to you know to have a brother get there and you know who's worked so hard at, at what you've done for so long and you've you know 
you deserve it. You absolutely deserve it, man. And I, you know, my, I tip my hat. I tip my hat. So <laughs> embrace that shit, dude. Embrace. Fuck it. If people want to be jealous, people will be jealous. At the end of the day, you get oh, one. Yeah. Fuck it. You get one life. Get one shot. This just fucking enjoy it, man. Who You're always shit? gonna get that, aren't you? That's the thing. Oh, absolutely. And I, I completely like you know expect it. But um, you know, I, I'm trying, like I said, to to not be overly uh, and bless the guys. Like they're all just like they're more humble than I am. Like let's put it that way. They're more like um, laid back. And, and John, bless him, he's been in bands for God knows how many years as well. He's been in bands longer than I have. And and um, for him to get it as well, it was almost a, you know, like I've I've got my own celebration, but I'm celebrating his success as well. Yeah. And like. Yeah you see everyone like giving him praise and stuff like that and you're like yeah he fucking deserves it he's a good guitarist and he's a nice guy you know but this is why i picked these guys like and wanted these guys and these guys love you know working with me is because it was like let's just go in make music for fun and see what happens with it and i think that's the thing it's come it's come you know tenfold of uh, the passion is showing it's 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 coming through and i'm hoping that's what you guys and everyone else will kind of hear when when they get to hear the album is is that it, it's energetic I, i've had people like listen to a couple of the the songs and be like that's way more energy than i was expecting like that's <laughs> way more heavier than i was yeah. expecting. like and i'm like really okay i like this <laughs> tell me more tell me more yeah <laughs> <laughs> Did I read you the the second band that he signed? Uh, so uh, so he's so he's he's got a management uh, company. So he he's signed loads of bands to that. You've got like Cradle of Filth. You've got um, uh, uh, Devil Driver themselves. You've got Wednesday Thirteen. You've got um, Flipping Ginger. You know you, you've got loads of bands on there which are really high names. And and so we were a bit like, mm, but why are you kind of picking us? But then he he asked to uh, basically. He, he was happy for us to come on to that, but then he also said, I'm starting a record label. I want you to be the first band signed. And I was like, are you kidding? And he was like, no, no, like this is, this is the deal. Here you go. Uh, talk it over the boys. And so I was talking over the boys. He said, look, like, let's get a conference call together. Let me talk to the boys and, and we'll all hash it out and everything. So, um, yeah, like we, we were the first band signed to his record label, which is insane. Like Fuck. again, yeah like the amount of you get that like you get that first bit where it's like oh my god this is amazing and then you get that second bit of fuck we really need to work hard now <laughs> so, so um yeah although although we've enjoyed everything that we've done so far there is also the uh, the voices in the back of our heads going you fuck this up you're gonna get killed <laughs> yeah man it's, it's gonna be worth it though i can feel it i can feel it in my bones we, we hope so like i mean there's there's big plans ahead like that he's got for us and stuff but i mean with everything going on it's just not feasible and um so we, we've done so we've done the album now the album is is pretty much done from our, our perspective it, it still needs a little bit of mixing which i've been going through today uh which was a, a, another bit while i was a bit too late because i was talking to des and i was talking to uh, dave uh, from liberosis um productions who's doing doing the recording and um then it's getting mastered by a guy called alan Duchet, who uh, basically is um he he's like a massive name in the industry so go and go and look him up like he's done like kill switch engage he's done like motorhead he's done misfits you know he's just got everything under his belt um so that again is a massive boot up the ass for us to be like 
we need to do this as good as we can and that that also has kicked dave up the ass to to you know make sure he does the best he can um and so uh, we played the album to Des with the first mixes and he absolutely adored it. Um, had a couple of critiques, which is lovely again, because I, I don't want someone that's just going to be like, yeah, this is amazing. Like, let's release it. I want someone that's actually yeah. going to be like, this is really good, but like, you know, maybe we could do this or maybe we could add this or, you know, so that that's really nice that he's, he's willing to give advice because I'm much the same. Again, I, if I give you advice or if I give you any form of um, suggestion or anything like that, it's because I like you. If I'm, if I'm not suggesting or if I'm not giving you my input, it means I couldn't give a shit, you know, I yeah, couldn't yeah. care less about you. Um, so I think, he's very much the same and we've had it's been great as well because uh, as you know tom i'm a very straight shooter honest down to the fucking ground yeah. kind of guy yeah. so you know we've had these these situations where we've been on the phone till like one two in the morning and i've been like ah that's not gonna work that's i don't think that's gonna be kind of how it just isn't what we want to go for type thing and he's been like but you you should it's really cool and this is how we should do it and i'm like i appreciate that and and maybe i'll give it a go like uh, we'll give it a go we'll give it a go like and because i'm not open you know i'm not closed off to giving ideas and and thoughts and everything a go as well so i think he's the same as me as well he's very happy to suggest it but at the same point in time he's also very happy to try things uh, because we've come to like i said we haven't we haven't come to a loggerhead where we just stop and go well you should or i i should or you know it's yeah. very much okay we'll try it and see you know uh, and he's got like i said he's got the experience here like he's got the 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 years upon years upon years he, he was managed by sharon osborne so for him to like have that under his belt and, and the knowledge of how she did it to like then pass it on to me and i kind of want to do the same as what he's doing this is where my aspirations come in is i want to be able to then go down the lines and and basically you know when i'm his age start looking at picking up bands and helping them on the way up um when, when hopefully i've got up there you know yeah it's beautiful That's awesome. i wish you all the best though with it i really do and i'll be behind you every fucking step of the way it so, ah, anytime, bro. So take <laughs> us back to the fucking beginning, man. What made you go, I want to fucking sing, scream, shout, you know, oh, in wow. a, in front of a band. What, what made you, what was the initial first thought made you go, this is what I want to do with my life? Um, I was in college. Um, I mean, even back before then, I suppose, like when I was in like school, my first band that I saw was... Um, was uh, machine head my first big band we'd, we'd done like little gigs and stuff like that i'd been to little gigs i'd never uh, played in front of a crowd or anything like that um just went to little gigs you know in the local um sports hall or a uh, town village hall yeah and um but then my friend went uh, my best friend monkey turned around and said that he had this ticket to go and see machine head in in nottingham and we were about 16 and so I was like, fuck it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. Like, I'm not a really big fan of Machine Head. I only know Davidian. That was the only track that I'd ever heard of theirs on MTV way back in the day. MTV <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> too. Yeah. And, um, and so I went and that blew my tiny little mind. Like, going into Rock City in a small sweaty room, um, being picked up and thrown by a big hairy man uh, <laughs> was just... 
the exhilaration I needed. Like, you know, that was that yeah. kickstarted my love for. I mean, I love music. Like, I was brought up on music like, all, all my life. Um, you know, I, had, uh, I I went to my mum. My mum used to have singing lessons, so I used to go and sit as a kid in with them and and try and mimic it. Like, um, but never really thought that I'd do anything with music. And yeah. then um, got to college, met like-minded people who were into the same kind of thing they wanted to put on a, a band i just we did like a couple of like three or four covers which was terrible <laughs> and, then, and then um well there's the thing and then i decided to go instead i decided to try bass it was not really my thing didn't feel infused by it and then tried drums and it was like <laughs> not really infused by that either like <laughs> And so I went like from the back of the band to the front of the band. I I played in a I played I played I basically covered a drum at one time and uh, played "Love Will Tear You Apart," um, but I played it like probably about fifty BPM quicker than the original. <laughs> and then and then at the end of it, trashed my drum kit on the stage. <laughs> Why? I'm a punk man. <laughs> That's the way it works. Like, you just. You get so excited that you just end up losing yourself and that was it. Like, I mean, it was the last song of the set. It wasn't like it was the first or middle. You know, <laughs> I would have put the drums back oh, again. Yes. <laughs> Bear with me, I'll just put this back. I didn't mean to destroy it. Just, just disregard the last five seconds. Soundtrack, please. Snare. <laughs> just sat there going, well, where's the roadie? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I went from the back and then uh, got asked to uh, try out from an old um, French skateboarding French band um, and, and tried out for that band, got in that band. We did like three gigs, I think, and that, that went south again. Um, yeah. you, you tend to find when you're that young as well, there's a massive power struggle and divide. Um, you know, and the basses wanted to be the front man, so there was all this drama and all this crap, and so therefore uh, they kicked me out and then put him in the front while playing bass, and then asked me to come back, and oh. I was like, you know what, I'm I'm happy not like you know you you guys do what you want to do, and and then um and then the guitarist when all that ended, he then joined uh, another group of of lads who were starting a band, and that's where I met Dave, the the producer. And um, he he basically came and vetted me to see if I was any good and wanted to join the band. And that was where uh, the old band Create Chaos started. And that was, again, that was a punk being in a metal band, you know, like that was me stood with all these guys in camo and black, but in like green and, and, and white <laughs> and, and bright colors, you know. <laughs> No matter, no matter how much they told me, you need to wear more black and, 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 and be more camo. I was like, nah. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you need to suck this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then eventually, like that, that came to head again. Like a lot of drama and and falling out. And I, you know, I, I'm completely at fault, just as much as any of the other guys for for creating bad vibes. And I was being a, a bit of a typical front man i'd probably say around that time but you know we, we enjoyed it and then after that i started uh, broken jaw and and that was pretty much the start of that i mean we did um what we did from 2012 to 2017 which isn't bad i mean but we had probably around 
somewhere in the vicinity of about 13 maybe 12 different members in that time yeah so I remember and I the recruitment just, process yeah i didn't want to do that it, it was a lot of um there was a lot of uh, struggle again power struggle with everything and intervision in in the music whereas i just wanted to create it and, and have fun with it and um and that's where it's led me to today is to just come in and not feel like i'm judged for being like let's try this or let's try that like hmm. And these guys are completely the same. They'll come in and they'll be like, let's try this. Or I don't like that, but let's try this. And that's what really irks me is when someone turns around and says, I don't like that. And you wait and you wait and you wait and you're like, why? (laughs) Why don't you like it? (laughs) You can't just say you don't like it. That makes no sense. Like you have to have a reason of why you don't like something. And maybe, and I think this is where, um, like I said, I'm different to quite a lot of people. If I don't like something, I won't just dismiss it. I will be like, I don't like it, but maybe we could try this or mm. I don't like it. Or maybe you could try that. Um, I'd never say I don't like something anyway. Cause to be honest, there's always in music anyway, there's always something where I will like something of it. Um, I mean, there, there's, there's definitely bands that I would not listen to um, or that I just don't really, I'm not a fan of the sound or the person or, but it wouldn't go so far to say I, I hate something or, uh, dis- really dislike it yeah. um but yeah I, th- I think that's again though probably why uh djing obviously you know i dj like all all across the alternative genre because i like you know a hell of a lot of music and i it's not just about me when it, it's djing it's people are uh, you know different tastes so therefore you dj to them you cater for everyone which is absolutely, nice absolutely absolutely good old junction 13 nice yeah. For those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man and propaganda and oh, Jesus, props. you know oh i miss props when it was good yeah 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 not anymore yeah, man. i haven't been i haven't been in God, I, I don't even know how long i haven't been to to junction 13 what well, junction uh, props propaganda god that's got to be like probably about six years maybe more maybe less yeah probably about six years i reckon yeah you go we were going the prime time though now it's just mm. not if don't bother have you I been mean, have you i went uh, last time i went it's probably last year not the year before and i could literally father every single person in that building <laughs> like yeah i'm probably too old to be here probably did <laughs> <laughs> Ginger, 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 not mine, not not mine. (laughs) (laughs) I've been found out shit. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously before we jumped on here, I asked if there was any of your music I could find to listen to. And you said obviously because you're still recording and there's nothing out there at the moment. So if people listen, how would you describe Broken Jaws music? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Like that. (laughs) um it's it's really weird because i've always said it's punk metal um and that is really funny because even with the last lot of guys it was punk metal but it was a softer punk metal um whereas this one is a heavier punk metal and that's what i always wanted to slightly go i wanted to kind of mix my old roots with you know a bit of a bit of the new school and um you could never do it with with the with the last members, and so this time it's it's gone a little bit um, a bit heavier. But it's 
it's not so heavy that it's like you know death core or death metal or anything like that kind of yeah yeah it's it's um even though and this is the weirdest part is even though the drummer is into his death core and is is heavy so there is like insane footwork going on in this album like this kid is a machine he's like animal but on speed like, <laughs> He's just insane, like, and so if you mix him with me, who's like Tigger on fucking speed, you know, <laughs> you have like, you have the back of the band being fucking like incredibly fast, and then the middle of the fucking band being really fast, and then you have the guitarists who are just as, as happy to fucking play and go loopy, you know, and the bassist who has an insanely like good voice, so it's nice that he can play and, and scream, so you have that nice um balance of of backing vocals with the with the uh with the front so um we play uh i think it's the tuning I, i'm probably gonna get shot and um we play a i think it is um which is uh two seven string guitars and, and a uh, five string bass um so again you get that nice low but at the same point in time you get the nice highs as well for when it's, it's a bit melodic uh if you want to I, I don't like comparing bands because what i might hear someone else might not or what someone else might hear yeah, i yeah. might not like um the only thing that i say i mean it's the same situation of me saying it's punk metal someone might just come out and say it's it's completely whatever something else um but ah. Uh, I mean, there's been, let, let's put it this way. There's been, uh, someone said that they've likened some of my vocals to, um, to, uh, dead Kennedy's singer, which is weird, um, <laughs> for something heavy, but uh, at the same point in time, you, you've still got some, uh, Rollins, Henry Rollins in there as well. Um, you've got some, um, Lamb of Gods with Ram, Randy Blythe in there. Um, you've got with the guitars and stuff like that i think there's a nice mixture of uh, a lot again uh so that they're, they're um they're different their their kind of ideas of what they sound like are going to be different to what i think but at the same point in time there's a bit of parkway drive bit of gojira uh, a bit of um a bit of lighter stuff like a bit of kill switchy kind of in there um again a bit of devil drive a bit of lamb of god um but yeah it's really it's a, a, a massively weird amalgamation because of all of our different tastes in music yeah. but mm. like you'll find that probably about half just over the half of the band like a bit of punk as well so you have that like again you have that quite nice bouncy jumpy energy also a bit of flowy energy but at the same point in time you have the heavy aggressiveness to it as well um without I, this is such a the worst question people ask me is like I, what does it sound like because i have no fucking idea it's just for me it's just a band that i would want to go and watch like it's it's that energy if if i'm feeling infused when i'm playing it then goddamn someone's gonna fucking feel infused when when they're watching it um and so i think when things come out I think the recording side of things, I'm, I'm never, that, that's, that's the money side of things in my opinion. Um, and the, the, the side of things where it gets, um, out to most of the world. Whereas my favorite part of about the whole thing is just playing live because at the end of the day, that's what I feed off. That's what I love, which has been the killer at the moment, you know? Yeah, I can imagine too. Sure. So tell us about your songwriting process. Do you write all the lyrics to your songs? 
Uh, so so far, I have. So far. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's been suggestions at, at points. I mean, um, but then there will be on the next album. There'll be a whole song written by the bassist, because um, that was one thing. Again, I wanted to set out. I wanted to set out that it was. It's not just me in this band. You know, like that. I, I want to give him more of a track than what I would be on. So maybe I'll do the cleans or whatever. But he does the majority of it because again, the. the Josh like has got an incredible voice like and he's only progressing with it as well so why not give him the space to uh, to create um and he's quite young as well so he, he's got you know he's got that that freedom of fuck it I'm just going to put it out there no expectations on him at the moment you know it's just do whatever you want kid let's fucking do this um I think that's with a lot of the other guys so with, with my my process how my process goes is we'll get in so we're just writing a song at the moment so even though the album's just been done for us um not even released for the rest of the world we've literally jumped back straight into the studio and started writing a new album Damn. um so yeah. we're already doing we're already done the first song that we we started on that we've got a load of ideas that are floating around because we even though we were um when we when we did the last song um lackluster is what it's called when we did the last song we um we basically had all these ideas um so what they what we did was we just got the guys to chuck riffs and stuff like that and ideas into dropbox and in, in their in each individual folders so that if when we come back to writing this album now we can then just pick into there and pick out of there if, if there's anything that might fit um we don't tend to like start with that i think what we tend to start with is just getting into the room someone comes up with an idea and then and then work from that and then basically if we can't come up with something then we'll pick a, an idea from the box but then uh, there's been songs where we just one of us has written the entire um you know guitars or one of us has had an idea and you know, it, it sparks from that um i don't do anything uh, vocally until um everything has been done um guitars wise but i will i will sit in that room with the rest of the guys and I'll be the one to write up on the on the on the whiteboard the structure of the song um, to help them. Then no changes and everything like that. Um, and then we can throw ideas. We can be like move it about a bit, you know. Because I I'm very much a visual like you know visual creative uh, type where I will need to see something in order to figure out that's how it will run. And then I'll listen to it and be like, okay, that 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 feels smooth whereas if you put it up on the board and then it doesn't feel smooth then you kind of go right well we need to maybe smoothen things out um and that's not always the way it's going to be because like i said you've got a room for full of five guys all trying to work together um but you know they'll they'll hopefully they're like me again they won't just say no that's crap or no i don't like it it's uh, i'm not really a fan of that but let's try this or mm. oh, mm. i liked it the other way let's go back to this you know and um we're very much a, a, a democracy whereby you know if one of us doesn't like it then we all we all have to look at it and, and see how we can make it you know us all happy about it um so once it gets to the fact of we've got this piece of music that's set in stone i will i will obviously sit there and, and listen to it and, and come up with ideas while i'm while i'm doing all of that as well um and then once it's all set in stone then i go away uh I plug my my earphones in with the crappy phone recorded version that we have and then i just i just write you know i just write just get out whatever's on my fucking brain at that point in time and, and see where it comes out um 
we had, we had a joke because uh, this one this album's quite a serious album uh, this this one we've released it's 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 uh, quite a political album um there are there are a couple of jokey tracks in there but um you know it's a it's a political album it's it's a political time you can't steer away from it you know mm. there's no there's no way of looking back at it and bear in mind right we wrote this album last year when none of this shit was happening so for it to come around tenfold now and, and it be even more of a poignant thing like that to me hopefully means i mean i, I have this fucking hatred because on one side of things i want it to be um you know timeless and 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 always work in the time that we are but on the other hand i don't because at the end of the day you know, there's always going to be a power struggle there's always going to be some dickhead trying to be a fucking dickhead and get more money um but the same like i said same point in time you know i don't want it to be that i don't want someone to have to listen to this music and feel the struggle that that we're all feeling at the moment you know yeah yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah it's it's a double-edged sword. There's no way I'm gonna win. Like, I I can't. I can be happy about it, or I can not be happy about it. But at the same point in time, the the at the end of the day, that's my passion coming out. So therefore, hopefully, that's all that matters. Um, and someone else will listen to that and be like, you know what? No, that's fucking. I agree. Or you know what? Fuck it. Like that's some fucking cool shit. You know, doesn't matter if, if they they read between the lines or not. And I don't really want to tell everyone what the songs are about because again, it's the same thing about you know mu the music and what it sounds like is mm. I I it might mean something completely different to someone else. And the only time that I'll ever step in and be like. Uh, no, that's not what it's about. Is when some kind of fucking Nazis or some fucking like you know assholes take it on board as an anthem. <laughs> like, uh, stop! No, that's not what it's about at all. <laughs> Back in your cave. <laughs> oh, I love it. Ah. Oh. Now, I, I know it's the most cliche question ever in the history of interviews, but you've mentioned the lineup changes and bringing these guys in. So how did you, how did this formation of the band meet slash come together, however you want to word it? Um, so, uh, when I started, I, I started, um, when I started again, I started with um, <clears throat> a guy I knew from a different band um, and then just basically just was on the internet trying to find people going on the uh, typical um, join my band and stuff like that there's a load of websites out there that, that will help you if you if you're struggling to find a band you know or, or like-minded people that want to make music um but i really you know what i really struggled to find people who were as driven and who were as passionate or as willing to set the time aside and um, which isn't a bad thing because you kind of like drain out the uh the ones who don't want to do it like which is shit that you have to deal with that in the first place you know you, you shouldn't have to like especially when you're writing there and you're saying this is what it is this is how i want it to be and people instantly get stars in their eyes and go yeah i want to be in a band i want to go and do that and then when it comes to it actually sitting there and having to write and 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 you know um spend every uh, weekend you know in a room hot sweaty room or a really freezing cold room like trying to write some music um you know it suddenly becomes dawns and becomes clear on them that they they have to actually work at it and i think that's what a lot of people don't get at the moment is that well at, at all like over the time that i've, I've spent uh, in bands i think a lot of people don't get that i think they just see the starry-eyed let's go and gig type side of things and um 
yeah so it took me like i said two years pretty much to find everyone but um when so the first person that i found uh was sam i believe the guitarist um and he got suggested by his um, ex-partner emily and uh she basically said oh because again i posted it up i you know put it on instagram put it on flipping facebook put it on uh, twitter and everything like that and um she she messaged me going oh, my i know a guy that wants to, to to be in a band but he's got no experience and i was like experience isn't anything to me like if he's got the passion and the drive and the want then i you know I'll, I'll try him out like i'll see how he gets you know what's he into like and she said and i was like yeah that sounds pretty much what i'm going after um and bear in mind he, he'd only played a six string at this point as well so he come in and um and tried out and uh but the first practice he turned up i also managed to get a drummer and a bassist as well and um so we ended up doing uh covers i think we did um limp biscuit eat you alive um True. system of a down needles and uh prodigy breathe and um and so it, we ended up as, as a four piece at that point in time uh at the time the bassist she was using a five string as well so um it was only natural that i turned around and was like maybe you thought about maybe playing a seven string like because get that lower tone he was like yeah i'll give, give it a go and eventually got himself one and and then um and then john came in because john was in a band called we come from ashes and i've known john for years and i said to john like you know we, we both said after doing a halloween gig together um where where it was just amalgamation of different bands doing covers um we both said we we did um i think we did uh, a couple of songs together and and after that we went we should work together we, we work really well together and so when it came about and i needed a, a, another guitarist i was like john do you want to do you want to maybe come in and play and he was still in we come from ashes and i knew that he was still in there and i was like look like i've got no problem as long as you can you know as long as you can spend your time between the two happily then i don't mind yeah and it ended up down the lines anyway that they they broke up and and now um the other guys are doing other things in in different bands as well and john's happy now uh being here but he he ended up picking up a seven string they both did seven strings and then we were looking for a bassist and the bassist is the weirdest one but for me and the greatest one um it was uh, his name's josh and basically he was in a in another band as well and i went to uh, uh metal to the masses gig yeah and i was stood at the back of the crowd uh, watching a couple of bands that I, i'd never heard before uh hanging out with bands who i have known for years and was stood between um, Sam from Ascaris and Mike, um, who was in Panic Switch. I think he's still in Panic Switch. So, <laughs> and, and I stood in between those two, and I was like, "Who's this band?" And they were like, "Told me," and I was like, "Okay, okay, forget that. Who's the bassist?" And they were like, uh, "I don't know." Like, but it's like he's basically the the best thing in this band like he's the one that's drawing my attention and you shouldn't have that as a bass like as a band you shouldn't have the bassist being the one that's like doing yeah. all the effort getting really into it and everyone else is just like <laughs> <laughs> and so i was like i want him i want him bad <laughs> like and, and mike was like well why don't you talk to him and ask him i was like well he's in a band like you know and they're doing metal to the masses so they're probably pretty serious and i was like he said just go and talk to him you know and I, I see what he, he's about see if he, he might and so 
Um, I went to go and see him after he finished, but he disappeared. He went home. And so I was like, fuck, I've missed that opportunity. Um, and so uh, next day I woke up and was like, uh, you know what? I'm going to look up that band and, and, and see what his name is and see if I can message him and see if he'd be interested. So I, I looked it up, messaged him said who i was said i was in a band said i was interested in taking him on uh, as a bassist uh, said that he didn't need to like come back to me like instantly just this is what i was thinking he then messaged me back saying i really appreciate it but i'm gonna stick because this is my band this is my baby this is what i'm doing and i was like yeah no completely i respect that you know that's if someone came to me like and um, was like you know join our band yeah i'm in another band uh, no sorry i'm I'm in a band like this is what I love doing. Yeah. I'm not going to leave these guys. These are my, you know, bros at the end of the day. Um, and then I think like a couple of days later or a day later, he he messaged me going, "Is that offer still on the table?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and, and he was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll come and try out." And I was like, "Okay." And so he came and tried out. And basically, when he came and tried out, he said, "Look, like you know, I wanted to stick out with those guys, but..." I, I constantly having to organize stuff. I'm constantly ha trying to have to kick them up the ass and get them to do stuff. And I was like, dude, that's not what this band is about. Like if, if I have to kick you up the ass, there's got to be a definite good reason that I've got to kick you up the ass. I mean, that's, that's how we work again in this band is if someone's low, we'll, we'll talk to each other. We'll be like, look, I'm feeling low today. Like I, I can't do it. Like, or, you know, I need help. And so we're, we're, we're our support system. We're our own support system. And he didn't feel like he had that, like in that band. And I completely and utterly 100% like get where he was coming from because I spent years in a band where I just didn't feel like I was valued or appreciated or that, you know, I, I, I was wanted. And so when he came in, he had such a laugh with us that he decided that that was what he's going to do and so that band um ended up um you know debunked and and no longer and and then and then we just ever since then had had fun and and created the music and and it's serendipitous that it's come out this way you know like it's really fucking weird like but i've always said it you've got to go through the trials and tribulations and the effort and the and and the, and the hurt the pain the suffering uh, to get through to the other side to be able to then use all of that and push for something great and if you're not then you're just wasting away and you shouldn't like you, you don't have to that's the i think the problem and the the greatest thing for me in those two years was i had people behind me constantly going don't give up don't give up don't give up and so the first people that when we got signed the first people that i invited to the pub to tell them were those people i had like a work mate i had uh, my best friends i had uh, my my family you know they, these were the people that had constantly been going like look this is your dream this is what your passion is it's not just about like fame or glory it's it's about writing music and getting it out of yourself because you're not the same person when you're not so and to be able to share that with other guys who feel the same and and aren't themselves without the creative output is, is again beautiful and for us to be appreciated by someone who is way up in the chain again like it shows and that's what i'm hoping again will show throughout the whole entire thing i'm really happy for you man and i'm really it's proud awesome. of you you absolutely have persevered you fucking i've seen 
I've seen all those posts and everything. I was just like, well, somebody just joined the band for God's sake. <laughs> but did you ever think that you would get to where you are today? I didn't. I mean, I'm still nowhere at the moment, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. I think that's the one thing. Like when people have been congratulating me, I've still been like, there's a lot to do. Like, it's, I'm not just going to now sit there and go, yeah, done what I needed to do. I'm signed. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's completely like, no, there's a lot to do. And, and signing is nothing compared to everything else. I mean, the, the amount of red tape that you go through when signing, I've signed um, my likeness, I've signed my voice, I've signed my name. You know, I've, I've signed everything of me over to someone else, which is a very alien thing to do. Yeah. Um, so you know i'm I'm sat here kind of going right i've still got in my head i'm still going like i've got this to do i've got this to do i've got this to do you know and like yeah um and it, i didn't ever think that i would even be in this situation but you know i hoped you know because without hope you're nothing you yeah. know again like, like i said you've got to have those dreams you've got to have those aspirations you've got to have that belief um and i think that was one major thing that I'd been with a lot of people uh, musically that didn't have that. And it just looked at me like I was crazy mm. or that, you know, I was a dreamer. And um, I once got told by uh, the bassist that we were just a local band and that's all we were ever going to be. And so uh, to come out like this and be like, well, no, see, this is exactly what I was thinking we should be in and how we should be it. And, and and it's nice that I've done, like I said, got it with the people that are passionate about music, not necessarily the most, you know, the most, um, and the most, um, I can't think of the word. That they're they're the people basically that when when they need to, like me, okay, I don't can't I don't think I'm the most gifted of vocalists. I don't think I'm the most talented of vocalists. But what I lack in in talent and and and. Um, whatever finesse i make up i make up in like annoying um <laughs> annoying drive and, and, and tenaciousness i'm a tenacious like cunt at the end of the day if i want something i'll go after it as much as i can you know and i'll annoy the shit out of you until I get it. <laughs> yeah so i think and that's the same as the other guys they have that same drive you know they have that same want like and and i think when you have those people around you you can create whatever the fuck you want yeah you know you can you can literally shoot for the moon and that's what's beautiful and and like i said serendipitous because I spent all those years with people and then to finally end up with the right ones and and have something happen is just beautiful it's amazing it's insane it's mind-blowing you know it's cool man and to have like him talk to fucking and this is the another weird thing to have des talk to rob flynn from machine head like it's gone around in a circle about about broken jaw like he's and his part in rob flynn's podcast rob flynn is from um yeah. front man from machine head yeah. um to have him like who was the first band i ever saw live like uh now know the name of my band <laughs> it's fucked up it's weird you know i got i got imposter syndrome like going on <laughs> i shouldn't be doing this this isn't what I, this isn't what i was built for like <laughs> i love it so do it as you mentioned uh rob flynn's podcast i'm gonna have to bring this question up. i'll do my research and i saw that you had a podcast for the band yeah <laughs> but it appears to be quite short-lived like three episodes what i know uh, 
it's, so it's not short-lived it's that we have got things going on so the original idea for the podcast was that me and sam the guitarist um we basically just wanted to do it for when we're on the road and stuff like that um so that we can just talk about all the experiences and that's shit that's amazing. happened that's yeah awesome. right and and so obviously what with everything with lockdown and then being signed and then doing the album everything else took precedence with it but mm. the first you know the first one that we come back to when we do get back to it because it's three episodes so the fourth episode will literally be talking about all of the shit that's happened since um and and I, i'm hoping maybe to get like you know guests on it like you know it'd be cool to get you guys on it at one point oh. you know you know Stop stuff it, like yeah. that you just you get <laughs> different different people from different backgrounds talking about you know we'll, we'll go on like tour and then if you guys are at a show we'll sit down after the the gig and whatever and go so how shit were we <laughs> <laughs> very <laughs> good because we weren't aiming high <laughs> um yeah i think it'd be nice like to be able to share the story again this is the first time i've i've talked about the entire situation like you know i haven't done i haven't done any interviews since uh again and end, end of 2017 i think it was so oh wow yeah so this is oh no i did i did one with um a lie i did one with um cardinal um who, who are lovely um but like it wasn't it wasn't talking about like the signing or anything like that it was more signing about um, you know, talking about like how how each other are because I know them from uh, the Fireball, the whole whole situation with Fireball because they got taken on to do a load of merch with Fireball. So, you know, we were talking about that, and and those guys are uh, friends again as well who I've known for a couple of years, uh, who are, are just as much happy and 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 um, you know, congratulatory towards me as well. So it was nice to be able to do one with them, but not nothing really about what's going on so this is the first time i've talked realistically about what what's happened or what's happening with the album and the band you know it's a pleasure um, to have you here as well my friend I, I, as soon as you popped in my my inbox i was like yeah damn straight like i'm happy to do that that'd be that'd be fun it'd be, it'd be good to talk to you guys because it means that i get to see you guys and and uh, and have a laugh uh, but at the same point in time i get to talk about what i love doing yeah and that's what we want to hear that's what everybody else wants to hear so, you know, we want to share your story for people all over the world. And that's why we've rebranded this entire podcast, uh, which would be five weeks ago now. Um, <laughs> you know, and we, we want to share your love, your band, your, you know, we want to share your music. We just want to get it all out there, man. We want people to be like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'll go and check them out. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one to try and sell yourself at the moment when you've got nothing to sell yourself with. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's a very good point. Uh, you're a bit like process. yeah well that's the thing like i mean we we're impatient like well i say we uh like the royal we we're not like it's it, me and john being the eldest we are the most impatient fucking kids <laughs> of the band being the fact that we're the eldest is just fucking weird you know like we're, we're the impatient ones we're the ones that want it now we want to get it done we want it out we want to have fun with it and um so for us it's been a real emotional struggle and and at times really depressing because you know you create something that you feel is really good and you want to and show it to the world you know yeah, yeah you want everyone to fucking hear it you want everyone to to appreciate like what you've been going through but at the same point in time you can't like you, now you're you've signed your life away and you're under contract you're like 
Yeah, no, I've had people asking me for it. You're not the only guys that were like, have you got anything for us to listen to? It's like, I've got my friends going, have you got anything for us to listen to yet? You know, sneaky, sneaky. And I was like, yeah, no, yeah. I can't. I literally can't. <laughs> I'll, I mean, I was for research more than anything yeah. else, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Well, yeah. I, know, I know what you're like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> research. Research, Matsy, research. <laughs> and then the episode, now, here's an exclusive track, everybody. <laughs> Uh, don't tell Des. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think, I think it's a an odd experience to have written to. And, but then, I, like I said, I intentionally went out to be like, right, it's going to be a while till we release anything. Um, and I'm glad. And when we did those free track demos, it was a real struggle not to release those free track demos. Like, just as like, a, here's our music, here's what we're doing, like type mm. of thing. It was more of a that I wanted them to be like um like a glimpse, you know, like a little taster. Like this is what what we we are doing, but think of what we could be doing, you know. And he Des saw that, and that's what's beautiful. My, you know, my my idea came to fruition because of Des, you know. And and so he listened to those and thought this band could be fucking big. And then he came to me and went, "Let's make you fucking big. Let's put money." Um, and he's he's. But he's already put a lot of money in, and so he's gonna, you know, he's putting his money where his mouth is, literally. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's amazing, man. Uh, which awesome. again is it's mind blowing, yeah. but at the same point in time, it's also very fucking worrying and stressful because, like I said, you want to make sure that you're doing everything you can, you know, but you shouldn't be doing anything different than you already are. I mean, we're we're an organised <laughs> band, you know. We have a calendar that we share with each other on the phone, you know. So we put anything that we have, like when we can't practice or can't do that, someone just puts it in there, and everyone else sees it, and that's that's fucking helpful. Like, uh, but yeah. at the same point, time not all bands are like that. So I can imagine for him signing an unknown band with like fucking less than three thousand likes on Facebook because likes is everything, um, <laughs> and you know, not a very big reach, no no music released that's a huge fucking risk man like i couldn't imagine taking that risk but that was how I good think... the product must have been though well you'd hope so <laughs> 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 i mean I'm, I'm not gonna again i'm not gonna blow my own trumpet like not not live on webcam but <laughs> <laughs> damn it that's what i came here for but you know i, I think yeah I, I mean we were all pretty chuffed with it but we never expected something like that to come out of it and when i told the boys like, because I told him over message as well. Like, you you saw the typing and the pausing and the typing and the pausing and nothing ever coming up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh my God, are you kidding me? It's like, basically, because it, like I said, it is, it's a dream. Like, for some kids who are, like, from, because I still class myself as a big kid, you know, like, when it comes to music. Like, I still fucking love, like, when a track comes out by a band I, I absolutely adore. Like, you catch me when a Billy Talent track comes out, I'm fucking... <laughs> <laughs> you know like but yeah like for us who grew up and who are as passionate like to get those messages and then for us to all sit there like around huddled around a, a mobile phone while des talks to us we're all like kids you know like we're all like yes 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 mr des <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the same point in time we come away from that like we 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 make sure that we distance ourselves from that and be like you know 
he's a lovely guy, genuine, down to earth guy who is just like you or me. He just is passionate as his music is about. I am, and we are like you know. So when we come out away from those conversations, we go right, okay. Like, he's given us this. We're doing this. Let's get fucking to it. Like you know, the work never stops. And like I said, like I, I'm, I'm always working, even when I'm not. Like. And that's how, how, how I want to, because I want to give back to music what it's given me. Like, like music gave me life. Like, you know, it saved my life countless amounts of time. So I just want to do the same. I want to help some poor, unfortunate soul who thinks that they're down on their luck realize that they're not, you know? That's fucking awesome, man. So we were talking earlier about playing live and saying that you missed it and whatnot. Just as a bit of fun, what are your favorite memories of playing live over the years? <laughs> that you can share <laughs> fuck i mean there's so many that's the thing because being in so many b different bands as well um like I, there's a couple so like i played we played coco gorillas in cardiff in create chaos and we played, played to about 250 people oh, nice. um and um it is a big room so it didn't look like 250 people <laughs> 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 and they were they were spaced out they weren't exactly like you know fully into music you had the people that were into music near the front but at the back of the room like you know it, is, it was quite quite non-energetic but i mean those pretty much it felt like I, I i think this is probably where i really felt at home being a front man was i managed to get them to sing my words back i didn't get them that's a wrong way of saying that I put those words out there and they chose to sing them back at me. And it wasn't just the people that were energetic. It was the people at the back. It was everyone. And they weren't just singing it like, like half assed They were singing it full on. So that, that was a cool experience. And that was one of the earliest ones where I was like, you know what, this, this is cool. This is kind of what I want to do. If, if people are going to be that passionate about what I'm doing, then I'm damn well going to be passionate about it too. Um, and then there's a lot of funny road stories, you know, like we, we've played up and down the country. Like I've gigged in Ireland with a load of boys. Uh, when we went to do Ireland, um, me and the bassist at the time got really fucking hammered because it was like a, it's like a four in the morning. I think it was like ferry over. And we decided instead of sleeping, we were just going to get absolutely oh. shit based and watch the sun come up while we're on the ferry. <laughs> Yeah, and then slept in the car till till the venue got up and fucking like ended up basically being hanging when we were doing the first game. Oh. <laughs> oh, we were fine. We just got got back on the drink and we were there again, you know. Like, <laughs> but um, that was a cool memory. Like that was really cool because it was just me and him having a laugh, like going up to the top, having a smoke, having a drink, going back down, like watching crap TV, like early hours of the morning, um, and then like doing uh, amplified the dreaded fucking festival that we shouldn't mention but like that was a big deal like because i i'd put my heart and soul into that fucking festival i worked my fucking ass off and um and without expectation of playing because there were so many other bands that were there that that were being turned away because it was organized like a shitstorm and um so I, I gave up our slot on the main stage to another band and then and then went to give our our, our um you know our slot on the on the bar stage that we'd built um I, I went to give up our slot there to another band but was um told that that wasn't happening by by ollie 
bless him, Roy Lance, and, oh, yeah. and told by and told by um Lee who was doing the sound and everyone because they were like, no, you, yeah, you, you're passionate about music, but at the same point in time, you deserve to play it. So it was like, okay, so I'll play it, and then playing that and everyone being really warm and and, and gratifying and and lovely to us, that was great. Like, um, and that was the last band I played with the other guys. So again, it, it holds a special memory in my heart for for them to have been basically like that that gig being the last one um mm. uh since then i mean like we we did three gigs um with this new lineup and the the gig that i fucking loved the most was the two pigs because the two pigs is my home man like i i love that fucking venue like through and through me me and chip have a, a love-hate relationship <laughs> where we just <laughs> where we constantly barrage each other with insults you know <laughs> so good I love him and I love that he he will give me the opportunity to do a gig um, and I, I basically just run it like you know so I book the bands I, I say how much we need and um, to get back there with the new lineup and and do the gig and have the response that we had was insane so we do meant. yeah so the only cover that we kept out of those ones that we we first tried out um, you know each other with was brief and so we still play brief now and it's fucking heavy and insane dude like and the response we got to that like it was great having the response to our own but like the respect like response we had to that it was insane like i'll I'll send you a a video of it because the fucking movement in that crowd is awesome like i loved it like it was good fun it was a good laugh and and to have people respond like that again after being so long away was beautiful you know like so i think that's the one that I, i i appreciate the most there are like i said there's hundreds of stories out there um there's some rude ones uh, but you'll have to talk to other people about (laughs) (laughs) track them down (laughs) tom have you got any more questions before i move on one last question let's see why the chiefs Oh come on! It's not as bad as who you support. So, <laughs> Steel Nation, mate, we're, we're fucking four and zero at the you're moment. Doing, so. I was about to say you're doing really fucking good this season. I can't all believe right, I actually right. have you. I have your defense uh, on my um on my, on my, on my good man on my fantasy. So yeah, good lad. I've, I've got yours. That's crazy. That I think I've got the Chiefs well, in my fantasy. Yeah, and they're not doing. Well, they they're doing. They were doing good until last weekend. But yeah, yeah um, well, we'll talk yeah. about it. <laughs> so my, my old man is very chuffed about last weekend because he's a Raider fan. So he, we, yeah, we were uh, we were a, a bit bit spouting. But I mean, I'd said he won by cheating, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, why did you become a Kansas City Chiefs fan, my friend? Uh, so when I was younger, like uh, my old man, I actually asked my old man a couple of months ago or a month ago now um of how he got into american football because he's been a fan of american football since i was before i was born and um he said that he just basically heard the first um british radio broadcast of, of a game oh, and thought, wow. well, that's, that sounds interesting like I'll, I'll i'll get into this type thing and then eventually it just grew and grew and grew over here so he he uh i think um i don't know if if the raiders were his first choice or if that was the first first uh, game that he listened to or what but he just yeah he chose the Raiders and he stuck with them throughout that time um, me I started out like being obviously young looking up to your old man like I supported the Raiders um, and then 
realised that the um, one of the players on, on the team it, it had the same name as me, Marcus Allen, because uh, my real name is Marcus. Yeah. And um, so he, I followed him and then he changed, he moved teams to the Chiefs, so I followed suit. And, um, and uh, unfortunately for me, like my mum saw red and decided to get me a 49ers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but i was i was like you know real young at the time like yeah, and, yeah. And, and she didn't know any different to whatever and i i, I could have been to blame i could have been like that one like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah there is a video of me in the world like of me wearing a 49 <laughs> shirt but i've always been a chiefs fan because like i said i followed mark salen over and um and supported him ever since then and just followed him ever since then you know that's awesome but, dude but that'd be my um my, my favorite thing but i i said i'd always said like from years and years ago that uh if the chiefs ever won the super bowl because they hadn't won anything since you know 1969 i said if they ever won anything like probably in my later teens uh, i said like if they ever won anything again then i get a tattoo and i did i got the tattoo of, of the the arrowhead and um and then the date that they won you know so awesome, mate. where'd you get that uh, where did I get the? I said, where is it on you? Where is it on me? It's on yeah. my uh, like just lower calf, like so. Lush, that's uh, awesome, dude. Yeah, it's underneath. Um, so I got, I also got the um, the new broken jaw uh, emblem as well with the guy's initials on it as well. Um, just that's above awesome. that. So um, yeah, they're they're a part of me. Like so, every every tattoo on me is is basically a um like a pinpoint of my life like uh most of them were down points like so i got them as memories of i got through that so therefore you know like this is a strength that it can look back on and go you know you went through that so you, you can get through anything like um but since probably probably around like six seven years ago i've started getting ones that mean the the points of actually no i'd say yeah probably about nine years actually i, I started getting ones where it's been a, a more about a celebration which is lovely because to have that flip in your life where you go from being like this is shit but like you got through it let's let's mark that to now being like this is incredible like mark that like it's beautiful so you know i've got the original members on my left leg with the original um scully and then so on my right leg i've got the new members like and 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 the, and the new scotty so oh, um, nice, dude. just above just above the chiefs look so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's awesome so before we get out of here we we, we trolled this the other week and it didn't go to plan the first time i hope this goes to plan this time <laughs> we, we, we designed a quick fire question it's actually five questions answer them as quick as you can mm. simple as that here we go and no, so are you ready yeah, I'm ready. Number one, favorite cheese. Cheese. Uh, uh, it's got to be um, brie. Oh, good choice. Favorite Power Ranger. Uh, uh green. Yes. Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. it was Tommy. It wasn't was Tommy. It? Yeah, it was yeah. Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Best gig you've ever been to. Um, Frank Carr and the Rattlesnakes. Favorite. Favorite Christmas Re movie. I, I, this, that's recent. That's recent memory though. So I mean, if I was going back, like there's been fucking tons dude i i literally have been to so many it's unreal but i mean you know foo fighters um fucking um pearl jam like oh. the milk keys uh green day when they did the um with the, the american idiot taught the bullet in the bible tour like i saw fucking them like that was insane because the lineup on that lineup was absolutely stunning um 
you know, again, Machine Head, like the first gig I ever saw at Machine Head being in a small room, like fucking insane. Seeing Billy Talent, like at the Cardiff University up in the bar, not on the main fucking stage, up in the bar, dude. Like when they were like first starting out, like that was that was a sweaty, small, intimate gig, you know? Um, so many gigs like but like I said like because it's recent Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes man like like go if you've not watched them live like if you're just basing them off their music fucking go and see them live they're an absolute insane band to watch so much energy and that's again like bands lack that energy especially like metal bands at the moment they all just stand there and think they fucking look pretty you know and it fucks me off it's like <laughs> move you cunt do something be passionate about your art <laughs> <laughs> oh. Favorite Sorry. Christmas movie? Uh, Jingle All the Way. Yes, great choice, Good man. It's clo- it's close though. It's close because like I'm up at Christmas Carol. So there's five films that we watch every year, and I should have maybe said the other one, uh, but that would have maybe caused some controversy. So uh, <laughs> so Muppets Christmas Carol, Jingle All the Way, um, and then Die Hard, and oh. then uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. And I don't know what the fifth one is, Laura. <laughs> What's the fifth Christmas film we watch? Scrooged. Yes, Scrooged. Oh, I've seen that in years. <laughs> so every year, without fail, those are our five films that we'll sit down and watch. Like it's Halloween as well. We do we do a load for Halloween, so you know, like we haven't done many. We've been doing new ones. So we watched last night. We watched uh, Slaughterhouse Rules. So, I heard of that, but not seen it. Which is really weird because it's it's a, a Simon Pegg and, and Nick Frost. It's not actually them, like it's not um uh Edgar Wright like directing it, but it's obviously um you know, it's it's Nick 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 Frost and, and Simon Pegg in it. But like for, for one that they did it it was yeah, I mean they they it hasn't been very bit well um advertised, but it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was a good laugh. It wasn't anything special, but meh, you know. <laughs> 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 get on the back of the DVD cover yeah. <laughs> <Not so laughs> <I mean, that's... laughs> yeah. I think I, I mean that's another thing like I'm a massive movie fucking buff and I worked in blockbusters for four and a half years dude like so I literally like I, I will give you so many films that you can watch like my, my bookcase is pretty much like Tom's but bigger in the back <laughs> like I'm like I like that, but like I, I, I send you a picture of my fucking case, dude. Yeah, do it. We worked out like we got like something like five hundred, six hundred films, like um, on there. So God. yeah, crazy. Right, last one because we had some fun with this one. Would you rather be stranded at sea or in the desert? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that that one requires thought, which is good. But it's the last one. <laughs> That's uh, why I made it the last one. <laughs> <laughs> smart thinking smart thinking i like to see that you haven't got your thinking hat on there. <laughs> <laughs> i don't do hats so up here for thinking down there for dancing, dancing in between yeah. for fun look <laughs> um so if i'm stranded out at sea though what what have i got like what am, am i on a boat or am i just like in a dinghy you know am, in the I, ocean? am i am i rum hamming it like you know just <laughs> Floating along and Ram! Ram! Yeah. <laughs> or am I am I on a cruise ship like being like oh, this you're is in, right this isn't too bad you know you're in the ocean you are in the you're ocean. bobbing along yeah. I'm, I'm by myself do I not yeah. even get floaties nope oh fuck that then I'm going desert <laughs> yes that's exactly I'm what I said funny. I'm not being funny right and and it really freaks me out like like 
I would not go in the sea if 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 I could, right? But at the same point in time, like it's it's the sea. It's so unknown. Like there's so much down there that you have no fucking clue. And there's so many things in there that want to destroy you because you're in their fucking element. That no, that that can get fucked. I, I I'd rather go and starve to death or you know dehydrate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, I, I mean, die from flipping, drinking my own piss, probably. <laughs> this is why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's the thing, in, in it, if you're out of the desert, aren't you meant to, like, piss on, like, some item of clothing and wrap it around your head or something like that? Like, something like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Try and keep you cool. See, look, I shouldn't watch more Bear, bear Grylls. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think the desert one is the safest one, because, I mean, you could be fucking literally... And the desert you could cross probably like with help with some food and water like the ocean nah you ain't getting out of that unless the fucking tide wants you to so it depends how far you in i mean you again there was so much that we could have gone into this yeah, we could have been like so where many are the possibilities yeah. <laughs> yeah. where in the desert am i like you know is the titty twister just down the road like uh, <laughs> red pussy green pussy i'm safe <laughs> Chicken pussy, hey! If you can find better pussy anywhere, fuck oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that film. Right. Yeah, see, but like, I mean, you could go. Uh, what's the what's the the water one where the woman ends up on a rock? Again, deep sea is it or something like that? Like, yeah. There's a there's a there's a survival one where a woman gets bit by a shark who's out out to sea and she survives and whatever. But yeah, uh, you could be anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um. Before we get out of here, please just take this opportunity, tell everyone where they can find you on the internet, yourself, your band, whatever you want to plug, just go for it. Uh, don't be lazy cunts. It's really fucking simple. Like, it's really easy to find us. It's just Broken Jaw UK in any fucking social media. We're very pragmatic in the fact that we turned around and went, you know what, let's make it easy for everyone because not everyone's fucking that well thought out. You know, <laughs> Let's just go, Broken Jaw UK. Yeah, there it is. So yeah, uh, Twitter, um, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want to find us, come and uh, shout abuse at us, and and we'll we'll maybe shout abuse back or just ignore you. It depends on how, how good your abuse is. <laughs> <laughs> we we had one guy, we had one guy like uh, comment on on YouTube. Um, uh, if you get chance, go. I, I can't remember if it's on uh, Rob Flynn's or on. Um, on uh, Jamie Jaster's uh, podcast, but if you get a chance, go on either one of those on YouTube and go and have a look at the uh, abuse <laughs> that's been said. Is it? It's perfect. I love. I love. I love fucking people when they're trolling or when they're they're being like, "Oh, this band sucks." Oh. Well, someone actually put up uh, broken jaw. Don't they mean broken teeth? And I put underneath that just a comment again. <laughs> With the emoji, the thinking emoji. <laughs> It's, it could be <laughs> so uh, good but yeah like uh, again you you won't be um you, you, it's all in jest as well i'm never never like horrible to and that's what i don't get was when people get horrible on their on their keyboards like keyboard, keyboard warriors, yeah like calm down outside yeah get in my spaceship where i'm gonna fly you into the fucking sun go on <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. Nutsy, thank you so much for doing this, mate. This has been absolutely great. Thank, had a thank great you. Time. Thank you for having wonderful. me. Yeah, absolute pleasure, man. It's, thank you so much for coming on. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm excited to get you out there now. 
Yeah, yeah, man. Like, I, I can't wait to be able to get like back to the point where we can just go and have a beer and, and yeah. enjoy this. You know, like that's I good think, to me. I think that's the thing. Like, I, I probably miss the most is just going to hang out with with my friends. You know, like, um, and a lot of my friends have had flipping like, I say a lot. A couple of my friends have had kids since <laughs> like during lockdown oh, and shit. shit like that. So, so they're they're struggling. Bless them. Like, but, but yeah, like. Uh, yeah thank you again like for for asking me and um Not hopefully it wasn't too much of a pain <laughs> trying to get this sorted <laughs> <laughs> it's all right it'll all go on the youtube channel so it's oh good, good. everyone can see me fail <laughs> <laughs> you've got that initial first few minutes saved don't worry thanks you're we'll go for a beer man when this is all said and done yeah okay hey, like I, hopefully um you know hopefully we'll be gigging um like I said, Des has got some huge, huge um, plans for us uh, with Sweet. some huge bands as well. So uh, it'd be great to see you guys at a show and, Definitely. and uh, Definitely. I'll get the beers in and the fireball in and we could just have a ruckus. Sounds beautiful. Nuts, my friend. Have a great evening. Thank you so much, my friend. And I will see you soon. See, see you boys. soon, my friend. Thank Take you very much. Easy. Hey there. I'm Frank Guglielmelli and I'm the narrator for the audio drama feed. Featuring such audio dramas as Bounty Hunters, Marty and Mars, Val Toby, and so much more. You can find all of these wonderful programs on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or you can go to our website at www.audiodramafeed.com. We are thrilled to be affiliated with the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie.